Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hey, girl. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to you, too. Girl, glad to be back. Right. Very glad to be back. And I know everybody missed us, too. Girl, I feel like they did. I um I checked our views before I started, and I was just like, oh, my God, we up to 200-plus views now? And I'm like, we haven't recorded in a while now. I'm like, all right, the girls missed us. Yes, 200-plus views. We might need to get into some other promotion and shit. We might need to get a Facebook page. or we... how, about, how about a fucking clubhouse? Let's do that. I want to get a clubhouse just so we can start the group and just start being messy in a group. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I think that would be really cool if we get a clubhouse and start talking about the shit we was talking about in here afterwards, see what everybody thought. That would be so interesting, though, but I definitely would like to hear the feedback from the people. But um, we started this particular conversation today because you had something that you wanted to talk about. I did. I really, really did. So this one actually came up from a mutual friend of ours. And she is, she doesn't know what to call her relationship aesthetic. But we're going to say that she is in, and she is participating with someone in a polyamorous situation. But they are in a, but the other individual she's involved with is in an open relationship. So I'm trying to figure out the difference between a polyamorous relationship and an open relationship because they have a lot of similarities and her situation is very unique. So I I don't know. I want to dive a little deeper into that. Okay, so my definition of an open relationship is uh, two people who are together who are agreeing that we are together, but we are open in our relationship to date other people, you know, just to mix it up, just to spice it up, or just to create some variety in a relationship so it'll be a man uh, two people who are agreeing or have an agreement that they are together and they're open to dating um, with other people and there will normally be a stipulation between it or rules or whatever the case may be from there as far as polyamorous i'm i'm not a polyamorous individual so i wouldn't really know the difference between the polyamorous and the open but when i understand a polyamorous relationship i see the open part of the relationship but i see the concept of building something together or building a village together when i think of a polyamorous relationship i think of okay me and you are in a relationship and then we're where we have relationships we have relationships with other people you mm-hmm. know and and we are all a conglomerate of a relationship together you know, and that's what I think of when I think of a polyamorous relationship. I think of everyone is dating everyone. While it's an open relationship is I'm dating you and we're agreeing to date other people. So I'm dating this person as well. But y'all two don't have a connection together or something like that. That's what I feel to think about when I think about an open relationship. When I think about a polyamorous relationship, I think of me and you are together. And then I'm dating that person. And they're also contributing to our relationship as well. You know what I mean? So that's what I did. Yeah, I actually did a little research, and it's a lot of gray area in both of those, if you get what I mean. So from what I found, um, as far as the definition of what it's supposed to be, an open relationship is purely like the, uh, it's, you know, two people there together in a relationship, but they are agreeing to have sexual partners that are outside of the relationship. So I think open relationships, anyone secondary, 
it's only sexual. However, polyamorous, like you said, everybody's dating everybody. There's intimate connections and emotional connections and shit like that. I don't know. I don't think I'm a polyamorous person now. Open. Oh, a bitch can get with. Polyamorous? Oh, no. I don't know because I already don't like people, so I don't think I would want to deal with multiple people on an intimate level like that, if you get what I mean. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I just think that when, I don't know, I just hear, when I hear a polyamorous relationship, I see a relationship where everyone is contributing to a relationship, you know what I mean? As opposed to the open relationship could be easily be multiple relationships who don't coincide with each other at all. So it's like, right. I don't really get sometimes where it's like, oh, well, you know, this is a female and she has two boyfriends. And it was like, well, she's a grown ass woman. And she got two right. boyfriends. That doesn't sound like neither an open relationship or a poly relationship. That sounds like someone being open about who they are with sexually and who their partners are with the other people that they are dating. dating. So, right. you know what I mean? When I feel like an open and a polyamorous relationship is created, I feel like that there's some stability within the relationship in the first place for it to want to extend out to something else. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. people say they want to be in a poly, polyamorous relationship. Most of the time, just want to be dating a bunch of people at one time which is completely okay. You can do that without the label. Yeah, you don't necessarily need the label, but my thing is, what do people get out of, you know, the polyamorous relationship? Like, are you really looking to fall in love and be intimate with that many people or multiple people? I mean, I get it. Sometimes you are in love with multiple people, but you're actively searching for multiple people to be in love with. And it's like, what's going on you know, for you, that you need that much intimacy from different people, if you get what I mean. Well, see, my thing is, is that I don't see it as, me personally, I don't see it as an intimacy thing. I would want to be in a polyamorous relationship if I feel, if I feel like it's a financial benefit on the end that could help grow a community. You know what I mean? If I feel like me as a man and another man want to get together and grow a community and we find a woman that wants to be with both of us and have a children, we can build generational wealth with stuff like that. But I don't think that some people are looking at polyamorous relationships as something in that way, in that way. But I personally, if my person came to me and said, Hey, I was thinking about building something with this and it has some financial outcome on the end, because you know me, that's the only reason why I'm getting married in the first place is I feel like there's a financial gain or outcome that comes from it. Okay, if we get married, that means that our insurance becomes cheaper or our businesses merge together or something's going to come from that directly that's going to be beneficial financially. That would be my only reason to want to extend a relationship that far. But if it's just mm-hmm. sexual, then I'm going to be like, oh, okay, well, if you want to have sex with other people, then let's just be open about it. Like, I don't got time to want to... Give it a name. Yeah. I understand. I understand. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, that's how you see a polyamorous relationship, but there are some people out there who are really honestly, like, actively looking to be intimately involved with other people, if you get what I mean. Right. Like, they're actively like, okay, I'm in love with this person. I'm already with this person, but this isn't enough love for me. So I need to go out and find more love. You get what I mean? Right. Like, that's the part where it's like, okay, what are you really searching for? And I'm not saying that in a negative connotation, like, I just really want to know, like, what are you searching for that you need love from that many people? You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're with somebody, and y'all are intimate, and y'all are emotional with each other, and, you know, y'all live together, blah, 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 whatever y'all doing, but you're still actively searching for more. Are you missing something in your life? You know, or is the person you're with not providing everything that you need you know as far as a partner should provide or they're not offering all the things that you're looking for 
or are you really just like I don't know like it's one thing just to fall in love with another person but it's another thing to actively be searching for another person as if you're missing something and that's the part where I want more detail because I want to know yeah, I you know, like, this is something I really just want to know. I think we will have to bring on someone who is open to these kind of relationships and kind of ask them questions, but not in a derogatory way to feel like we're insulting them. I just would want to know the thin line between the open relationship and the polyamorous relationship and the benefits of each one and how does it mm-hmm. how does it uplift someone outside of the oh I have multiple people to have sex with or I have multiple mm-hmm. people to exchange energy with or date you know what i mean what is the other gain that some people get from it because i know there are some people who are actually like oh well you know was it sapiosexual where they fall in love with people's mind and people's mindset you know i feel like if someone fell in love with someone's mindset i feel like that could be easily the polyamorous can easily come into play if someone is satisfying one and not the other but yet Mm -hmm. you're still trying to create a community it's definitely there i just definitely i also think it's one of those things that people use as a coy because they like sex and they want to do whatever they want but my thing is if that's the case then just date other people who are open to an open relationship where you can be you know emotionally connected to one person but y'all just agree that y'all both like sex or y'all agree that you like sex and you might need to go get something from somebody else yeah but i'm also one of those people that feel like like I hate when I see the post about like when it's a girl with two boyfriends and they call it polyamorous because it's like my mm. idea of a polyamorous would be that girl dating two men and them two men understanding that they are they are technically dating as well and are mm. uplifting each other and consider themselves to be a part of like a non obviously a non-sexual relationship but still a relationship at the end of the day because I think polyamorous is making sure that it's a more of a circle between everyone. But if that's not the case, then it's not that you're in an open relationship and that you're dating two men at the same time, which is also okay too, but uh, you know what I mean? Well, 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 hold on. This brings us back. Remember, there was a Facebook post and Twitter post floating around a while ago with, you know, the lady and her two boyfriends. And they all live together and they all contribute to each other. The men have a friendship and not a romance relationship, but they have a relationship in that they all live together and they're all, you know, they're both dating the same woman. So the men have a non-sexual relationship with each other, but still a relationship on some kind. Right. And then she's with both of them. Right. There was a lot of negativity floating around that. But my, to me, that to me, that's so weird because that sounds like, I don't know. I feel like that sounds like the ideal situation because let's just say, hey, um, let's say y'all want to build together, you know, it's only one woman, so y'all can have only have one baby at a time. Financially, they'll be better, especially if you have like, okay, dude, we're going to have your kid first, and then while you're having your kid, you can save your money and do the things you need to do with your finances and not make sure I take care of the things that I need to take care of while you and her are going through that process and give it a few years mm-hmm. afterwards. Maybe we can have my child, and then we can do the same thing through that process and make sure our money is flipped and make sure that she is taken care of throughout this entire situation because if you think about it, if you have two successful men who are willing to do that together. That means you have two insurances, that's two 401ks, that's two incomes coming in. Sis won't have to work at all, not for the sake of not working and being that in that kind of relationship, but for two men to be willing to take care of you. Shit, bitch, that's a, that should be a goal, you know, especially two men exactly. who are like shaking hands on it. Like, yes, we are doing this together for the sake of our village and our relationships and what we want in the future. Mm-hmm. 
for our children because it's like okay well, I mean what's the point of raising the kids by themselves anyway they're gonna be brothers and sister anyway might as well raise them together well see that all makes sense on a common sense level however a lot of people don't have common sense because their rebuttal to their situation was pretty much saying that women are not allowed to participate in polyamorous uh, relationships unless it's with another woman and I'm trying to figure out where the fuck that came yes the con- the issue wasn't any of that. Everything you said would be a benefit of any polyamorous relationship. The issue with this relationship was that it was two men and one woman, one woman, and everyone was saying, well, a majority were saying that women are not allowed to have, and this is in a nutshell. This is what I, you know, came to a conclusion of: women are not allowed to be or be a part of or participate in polyamorous relationships unless it's with another woman involved. It can't be multiple men. And I'm trying to figure out where that came well, from because that sounds like a whole bunch of men with scarred egos who are trying to make themselves feel better. Well, that's confusing to me because I don't see a point where what if this man gets two, both of the women pregnant at the same time? Why would a man want to commit to having two pregnant women at the same time? That he'll have to financially take... Can you take care of two women at the yeah, same time? Yeah, but it's like, why are you... You know what I mean? It's just like, why as a man, why would you commit to wanting to have two women to take care of? Now, there's going to be some men that's going to say, well, they shouldn't have to be taken care of. I said, no, 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 no. These women don't need to be taken care of. But I feel like definitely if you're in a relationship with a woman, I feel like taking care of her is definitely on the list of things, whether she's independent or not. You know what I mean? So it's like the concept of like, okay, so you're dating two women, so that means you're taking them both out at the same time, which means you're technically spending double the money that any person would be, be spending in a relationship, and it's like, for what? Just for the clout chase of having two pussies? That's, I think that's really what it is, because after talking to a lot of dudes, a lot of dudes not really down for that. They're not into that. It's just all about an ego thing, and making themselves seem bigger than what they are to the other dudes, which is a concept I kind of don't get, because for dudes to be the way they are, straight men, I'm sorry, straight men to be the way they are, they always trying to show off for other dudes. Well, I thought the biggest, I thought, <laughs> I think the biggest flat, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in that, I'm not in that kind of situation. But you, but you see what, you see where I'm going though, like, most dudes, they talk about, oh yeah, I want two bitches, I want two bitches, I got, you know, da-da-da, and they want to make it known to other dudes. But I'm like, you doing all this to impress other men. Gay men don't even do that. <laughs> We're not doing nothing to impress on another nigga. I'm sorry, I'm not. And, you know, my thing is half these dudes, they're not really in it. And if you really have a conversation with them, they'll tell you, like, that's not really something they're into. They just talk just for the talking of it. Because a lot of them know you barely got enough dick for the, for the um, woman you fucking mm. now. What makes you think you got dick for two? Mm. Hell no. No, we cannot Speak. share I can't, no, 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 we cannot share. You get what I mean? So I think, to be honest, I think a polyamorous relationship with two men and a woman is actually a lot more natural in the concept than two, than two women and a, and a guy. Because can you really honestly please two women? Are you really honestly in love with these two women? Or are you just doing this or saying that you want to do this to flex for other guys? Versus women are a little bit more emotional. They're a little bit more in tune. So this woman, I can tell you, she has, she has all of the, what's the word I want to use? She has the ability 
to be in love with these two men and participate with these two men in the same way without differentiating or without showing favorites or anything like that. I don't think dudes have that capacity with straight dudes anyway. I don't think they have that capacity to do that. They want to, but they really don't. They don't, but it's all talk for other dudes, if you get what I mean. Like, it's all talk like, yeah, you know, you got multiple girls, but can you really handle having them? Now, some men can. I've met some. But they can't handle them all emotionally. It's all sexual. Trying to handle multiple people emotionally, that takes a lot. And I don't think I'm, I don't think a lot of these men are ready for that type of commitment to be able to take on multiple energies at one time emotionally in an intimate setting. I agree with you, and I think that I think that um, most men wouldn't want to date uh, another woman with another man based on ego. But it's like, if you really think about it, it's like, come on, man, could you imagine? You know, if you really think about it, you don't even have a whole woman. You got a half one you share. That means that the moment right. that she get annoyed, you might be the second one that you text. Because it's a whole different person she can deal with. Especially if you yep. cool with them, too. But, I mean, of course, people don't really think that way. I don't really think that way because I really wanted to be open to something like that. Actually, I would be open to something like that if it's cool. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. But I do think that a lot of people get into those situations and like to label them certain things to make themselves feel better instead of being realistic about what it actually is. And that's you being an yep. adult, not in your grown ass business. Exactly. Because people are so worried about what the next person doing. So the fuck, what if this person got two boyfriends or two girlfriends? What does that have to do with you? What does what happen in their house that they pay bills and when they close their door have to do with you? I don't give a fuck who I don't give a fuck who my neighbor. Speaking of that, what was that? Um, what had just came out about the this um this sex worker who spoke about her uh situation with another artist and it was very distasteful. You talking about you talking about uh, what was it? What's the dude name? You know I don't know none of these new rappers. Um, NLE Child. Yeah, I thought that was so tasteless for someone who considers themselves a sex work sex worker who gets paid for sex and was asked to be discreet to openly come out and um, say, uh, talk, speak about their experience they have with someone discreetly. It's just like, what is up with people? Like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get the concept of people not really minding their business when it comes to stuff like that. It's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'm, I don't know why I'm speaking on that in this situation right now, but I definitely was like, felt the energy to speak on that and I was like when I saw the post it it really was one of those things where I didn't even read into what happened once I realized that okay this girl is agreeing that she got paid to have sex with this person and she was paid to be discreet well I don't really want to know what she did because she was paid to be discreet and the only reason why I'm reading it right now is she's violated the discretion that she was supposed to have and I don't really fuck with stuff like that because I feel like sex work is real work so it's like, if you're out here openly speaking about the sexual relations that you have with people, with your clients behind closed doors, I'm like, I don't want to listen to that. Exactly. Like, my thing is, this is a new generation of whores, okay? They weren't raised properly because, you know, the way I was taught, because first, I don't down no sex. I don't down no type of work. You get your money, get it how I live, get it how you live. I don't give a fuck. Get your money. People have to understand, when you're getting paid for sex work, the majority of that money is for the discretion. And I'm saying that especially, and, and I, I say this with no offense to women, 
the value of Coochie, the value of Cat has depreciated to $40. Okay. He paid her $6,500. So what is that? $6,480 of that money that she got out of that $6,500 was for discretion. The $40 was for your cat. And the way you describe this situation, honey, it don't sound like your cat did much work. Because he was able to do everything on his own. He just wanted you to be in the room while he did it. So let's keep it a stat and let's be honest. You did nothing. He did everything on his own. My issue is that you're sitting here and you're talking about this, but you understand that you're dropping your bag more and more. You're dropping another bag after another after another every time you run your mouth. And this is a concept that I think has come about because of how popular social media is because this isn't the first time. Remember, there was the one girl who was like, um, she let Trey Songz piss on her and he paid her to piss on her. And then it was the other bitch who was like, um, this whole football team, she sucked all their dicks in a circle. And then it was another one who was like, um, what did she say? She was like, Odell Beckham Jr. like to get shitted on. Okay, so fucking what? You got paid to do those things. Why are you telling other people when the $40, $40 out of the money he gave you was specifically for your cat? Everything else for you to keep your fucking mouth shut. So you are now losing clients. Now none of these dudes are going to seek you out for your services because you run your fucking mouth. And another thing, another thing is, are men not allowed to have fetishes? Are men not allowed to be, you know, experimental and be adventurous sexually? And that goes to that double standard thing because, you know, you have, we have this thing where women are not allowed to speak about being sexual, but they are expected to be very adventurous and sexual versus men are expected to talk about it. However, they're not supposed to act on it. That's some stupid shit. So what 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 are we letting them talk about it for? What do we want men to talk about it if they're not supposed to do it? And then my thing is, is what are we paying what? sex workers for anyway? Ex, ex, you know what I mean? But to explore fantasies that we can experience in real life. So it is to exactly pay you, like things that you wouldn't ask your other half right. to do. You gonna pay somebody? Like, it's like okay, why would I date a girl? Why would I have a girl that I actually like and want to date shit on me? It's like now, nah, bitch, I'm gonna pay some bitch a couple of grand to shit on me because it's gonna be her job to shit on me. If I'm right. if, if I'm a, why would I pay someone I actually just went to have dinner with? Why would I why would I piss on them? No, I'm gonna call some bitch right. who gets paid to have sex and pay her a couple hundred dollars to piss on them. Right. I think that's a pretty simple concept. Yeah, and and I'm doing that because this is your job, this is your career path, and this is what you advertise that we can do all these lists of things. You're gonna get paid for it, and you're gonna keep your mouth shut. However, y'all are talking about it so openly because you're trying to get this clout. However, you need to understand that you are now losing your well, my question is: What do you expect? What clout are you really expecting for something like that? Are you just expecting a lot? I don't know. I, I don't get social media anymore when it comes to people wanting a bunch of followers for the wrong reason. So it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. So you're going to do something embarrassing for yourself or you're going to expose yourself or, or, or expose someone else with the concept of what? Getting followers, getting blogs, getting shares. And it's yeah. like, okay, cool. What are you going to do after that? Are you? Do people use that kind of influence and, and platform to promote merch, merchandise, or something like that? Like, no. I, I, I sincerely no. don't get it. I'm, and I'm, I'm glad, really and, I, and it's funny because I'm glad because it's post. The, when I saw the post, it was from a straight guy, 
And the straight guy kind of was upset because he felt like that we need to stop this exposing culture where you feel like you're exposing a part of someone's life, especially when they when they confided in you and for discretion. And he was definitely one of those guys that's right. like men are allowed to have fetishes. So it's like, if this is what this nigga like, yeah. that's what he like. If he pays you to do it, the, if he pays you to be a part of it, the question is, why are you saying something? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, why are you saying something? So it goes back to, I think people just need to um, practice discretion when they're dealing with people and it comes to their, the things that they're into and not everything is your business. And that, I feel like that goes back to the open relationship too. People slap labels on things just because people want to put their business and stuff in the side, baby. If she's dating multiple men, child, it's none of your business whether she's polyamorous and those men are t- dating each other too or she's open relationship or anything. At that point, the point where you want to figure out what is going on is the point that you need to look inside of yourself and realize the concept of minding your fucking business. The only reason that people not mind their own damn business because they have nothing going on for themselves to create business. Their their life is boring, mundane. It has nothing going on. No spice, no nothing. They fucking the same person every day and the sex is dry. They have a no dead end ass job. They probably work at a fucking call center and they're doing nothing with themselves so they have nothing left except to mind other people's business because of the lack thereof. Oh, wow. And the quarantine must be really hard for them because they probably working from home with all their badass kids that they didn't have with that one nigga who's been waxing from jump, but they still ain't realize their own pussy and how it works. So they just sitting there tired, dry, using a vibrator. They're still not even giving them because the shade is they want some dick up their butt. But they don't want to experiment and and shit like that. that. So they don't really know what the fuck they want. They just, you know... There are people, there are women, I've spoken to all sorts of women, I've spoken to men too, there are people in this world who do not know how to pleasure themselves or make them, they don't know what their body likes, they don't know, they don't know, they really honest to goodness do not know, so they're going out and they're getting sexual partners and they don't even know what to request of their partners, what to talk about with their partners or how to explore with their partners because they don't know what they like, and I'm trying to figure out like, what what scares you about yourself that much is that you don't know what your body wants and what it doesn't want sexually. What scares you about yourself that much? Pleasure. But why is pleasure scary? Like, really, honestly, why would pleasure be scary? Because some people see the thin line between things, especially men with sexuality, they see the thin line between things to where if they drift beyond the lines that they're aware of, they feel like they're participating in something that isn't normal. As soon as people step out of that normality that they know of, that they know of, because they don't really think about the concept of people being into other things and things happening behind closed doors, they they kind of shrink themselves based on that. So they kind of say that like, okay, well the dick goes in the vagina, and if it, that don't work, then something must be wrong with the other person. So if it's like, oh, if my pussy not getting wet, something wrong with him. It's like if my dick not getting hard, it's something wrong with her. You know what I mean? And blame it on each other when it's just like, baby, you should be able to make your own self work. You know what I mean? And you should know how to verbalize that. You should know how to tell your partner, no, going too fast. No, you're going too slow. Deeper, hard. You should be able to verbalize those things to your partner. If you can't do that, then the bad sex wasn't necessarily their fault. It was your fault because you didn't tell them what you wanted. You got to tell people what you want and then let them make the decision what they're going to do after that. Like, y'all just let people just take control of your body? No. Sex is supposed to be a mutual experience. It's supposed to be a melding of mind, body, and spirit at once. And you're letting people take control. That's how you take on all their negative energy. 
yes. There's no there's no mutual passage of energy right. there. And that's why it should not work then. Exactly. So you don't know how to make yourself work and you don't know how to verbalize that for your partner. So you're letting your partner take full control and they're they're controlling you like a fucking what's them shit's called one of them claw games at the fucking golden corral. Like, no, you should be able to speak and move in a way that lets your partner know what your body needs. And if you don't have a partner, you should be able to tell yourself what your body needs. If you can't even tell yourself what your body needs, then you really need to seek some help. And I say that you really honestly need to go get a sex therapist. I think everybody should have a sex therapist, whether it's a licensed one or not. Even if it's just a friend that you just talk to about shit. Just to make sure or just to see where you are, just to find clarity in the things that you participate in. And I feel like that that's, I think that's healthy. And I feel like that that's healthy to explore that while you're young or even to find a relationship Mm -hmm. where it's healthy to explore that. And I feel like once you, I mean, hey, this is why the whole stage is very important. This is why the whole stage is very important because once you come back from the from your whole stage, bitch, you can really come back and be like, no, I know what the fuck. I know, bitch, if you go down there and do this for like two seconds and then make a hook to the left and make a hook to the right, bitch, I'll be done every time. You know what I mean? But exactly. it's like you should know that for yourself. You know what I mean? Not for someone else. It's just really like you should know what makes you makes you tick down there before you try to get someone else mm-hmm. to what figure it out you know what I mean and I feel like there's a lot of women who are like oh I had to show this nigga how to and it's just like yeah girl be glad that you could show the nigga how to because there's some women out there who looking at him looking at her looking at him (laughs) right like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and they're going to end up like Francine off American Dad with a fucking poltergasm in their pussy a poltergasm in her pussy yes that's a real thing bitch that's a real thing (laughs) That when episode. you are clogged up sexually, <laughs> yes, but that's a real thing. When you're clogged up sexually, your own negative emotions start attacking you. Mm-hmm. You need to release. That's a real thing. You have to release that stuff. That is a mess, child. That just made me holler low-key. But it's the truth, bitch. It's the truth. I know somebody right now who's going through a poltergasm. I can't, and I can't help you, babe. <laughs> I don't know what to say. No. But yes, I know somebody right now who is going through a poltergasm, just all sorts of negativity stemming and steaming around them. And you ask them what's wrong, they can't tell you. They face breaking out and some other <laughs> shit. Then you be like, well, when's the last time you had some? Well, dick? you know, my thing Seven is, you know, ago, my thing is why? the face breaking out is like the first sign. I'll tell anybody in the heartbeat will look them dead in the face. I'm like, um, sweetie, that bump in your face don't look like it's acne. That looks right. that looks like <laughs> built up um, tension. <laughs> Girl, all sorts of tension. Lord knows you probably been closed up like a bag of cement. Just closed the solid. Fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. solid, girl, tight, girl, honey. You need someone to throw you down like a bag of ice, child. <laughs> but I think, but to be honest, though, I think that's kind of where, and this is going back to our original topic, I think that might be where, you know, polyamorous and open relationships came from. People who are able to verbalize what they want, and they're able to tell their partner that you can't do it by yourself. Right, right. And it's really just making sure that you, uh, uh, I call it like a 360 in a relationship where it's like, okay, 
if everything is working out for everyone and everyone's getting everything that they need, I feel like that that's healthy, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, if I'm satisfying you sexually, you know, and I feel like it's, it definitely works out if everyone has the same sexual appetite or a sexual appetite where it just works out for everyone together. Cause yeah. that, cause just because you're in an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship doesn't mean that y'all are all open to threesomes and, um, um, orgies and stuff like that. Some people are having polyamorous and open relationships that still only consist of two people sexually, but right. you know the that part is just an open conversation. But that's something that people should have or need to have. But it's like mm, that's a I feel like that's a gray area for people. I can't really speak on for real, yeah. for real. But um, yeah, because everybody thinks of everything in black and white, and they don't want to see the gray area. You get what right. I mean? Like that was just like explaining people. You know, from one of our original episodes. You know, it was people who hit me up shocked that there were gay men that don't have penetrative sex. Right, but my thing is, it's like, why would you be shocked? Because, I mean, hey, look, I'm shocked when I realize that there's some straight people that don't participate in oral sex. Right. Like, what? So y'all not, you know, and I told you I had a friend, I had a friend in who was in relationships and who was cheating and who had all kinds of scandalous situations. And she openly said that she ain't suck dick. And I'm like, well, I'm confused, too. How you got all this going on and you ain't sucking dick? I would I would think that's the first thing you don't want if you got all this going Right, on. that you, you know, glucking and hucking and gawking and swalking, you know what I mean? But it's like, if you're not <laughs> yeah. doing that, then how are you maintaining? And I don't even understand how that will work with a girl. Like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, so... But, but that's one of those things where it's like some women, I think... It's the thought of it. It makes them feel dirty. But I'm like, all the other things you're doing, that's the last thing that should make you feel dirty. The very well, last I thing. Like the people, <laughs> I feel like women like that are viewing it the wrong way as opposed to yeah. it's like, okay, well, I still feel like women are viewing it in a way where just like, okay, I'm doing, I'm giving him something. And it's just like, no, 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 sweetie. When you're doing that, you're in the utmost of control in the situation. So it's like mm-hmm. you are not doing it because, oh well, you know, he's in control and no 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 baby. This is this mm-hmm. is a this is a power struggle now. Now exactly. now now you you fucking with niggas heads and shit. Okay. So it's like once you master that part, you know, I'm well but at the same time I feel like if you're one of them girls that really don't get anything from it, then it's like you are wasting your yeah. time. Yeah, because if you don't get nothing from it, then it's not going to be enjoyable for him because he going to know that you're not getting nothing from it. But for somebody like me, it's it's all about control. That's a mind control thing. Yeah. He only gets control if you allow him to get control. If you don't allow him to get control, he is at your back and call. Pretty much. Well, I'm um I'm looking forward to the rest of this season because I know we have so much to talk about with people and I feel like we have so much that <laughs> we've been waiting to talk about too that we really didn't get a chance to speak about in the next in the last mm-hmm. season. But um I definitely think this um I definitely think that this kind of wraps up what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah. I'm very happy with this episode and I hope everyone else is Me too. Me too. I can't 
I can't wait for everybody to listen to this shit so I can start a shady ass room on Clubhouse and talk. And I want, and I also want people to be open to give us feedback or things that they specifically want us to talk about because me and Sezzy talk about different stuff all the time and we come across different Mm -hmm. things that we like, okay, cool. I think other people want to hear our opinions on it. But there's something that you specifically want us to talk about or there's a situation that happened with you that you want us to elaborate on then please mm. hit us up anonymously or unanonymously, un, un- whatever that word is, and and we can we can go on it because a lot of these topics that we have do come to us from people who know us and people who are around us who is like, oh my god, you know, random something that comes because I think I, people don't understand. That's a lot of times what happens. It'll be me and you on the phone, and then somebody will want to chime in and just be like, bitch, this is the tea I got, and it'd be like, oh well, girl. You know, and then we'll go into right. a full like, you know, therapy therapy session. <laughs> we like mm-hmm. counseling people through whatever moment they're having. So please don't right. feel feel free to hit us up and like let us know. Is it, I mean, you know, do you think your nigga gay or something? Do you think your cousin gay? You know, mm-hmm. is it is it is it some tea you want to spill? You can't tell nobody else. Right? Oh, is it a tea that you can that you just want to tell somebody? Oh, please tell us. <laughs> yes, and and you are able to you are able to text all of those things to seven five seven three four six four seven three one. Again, seven five seven three four six four seven three one. Text us all of the tips, please. Especially if it's something that you can't tell nobody, because I think we the perfect two people to tell. We really will be. Child. <laughs> I feel like people be kind of be surprised at kind of things we hold on to and don't speak about. But there's a lot of exactly. things that we do speak about too, and we can find a way to speak about it in a way that is still anonymous to the person that brought it up to us. So, mm-hmm. so please feel free to give us a call or text us and let us know what you want us to talk about or what you what you want to talk about. But um, thanks for checking in with us today, and we'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Girl. What the hell are you doing? I'm sitting here shaking my goddamn head. Girl, it's, what the <laughs> It's day fucking six. It's day six of 2021. And we have been plagued with multiple things at one time. We've been plagued with dumb bitches. We've been plagued with crab creatures again, and we've been plagued with rednecks. What the fuck is going on in the world? When I tell you, I didn't know what the hell was going on today. You know, I woke up, you know, and you know what's crazy, you know, I've been doing my little spiritual journey and stuff like that. I put on extra crystals today, and Mm -hmm. that was was the weird part. I was like, okay, why do I want to put on an extra set? Like, normally I just wear my little one, two, but today I felt like putting on a little extra one, and then I'm like, what the hell is going on? That's why I called you. I'm like, what the hell is going on in America? Well, like, what what is it? Child, well, Let's start with the biggest elephant in the fucking room. What the fuck is these rednecks doing, child? Well, first of all, people need to understand that it's capital or capital. Is it capital or is it capital? (laughs) Y'all people need to figure it the fuck out, okay? Because, Lord, I I did not expect. Imagine, I'm working from home, so I get a damn notification from CNN like and, and you know that shit pissed me off because I didn't see what it should have said, which is terrorists stormed the Capitol. 
No, I see uh, Trump supporters rising, which Trump supporters and terrorists is synonymous, obviously, but still. I see Trump supporters rioting and have broken into the Capitol building. I hop on Facebook and Twitter. I see this man is stealing information from Nancy Pelosi. I see I see a naked man with a raccoon on his forehead um, giving a speech. I'm like, what demonic shit is this? Girl, I when I, I think for me, it was the picture of the people climbing the side of the Capitol. And I'm like, Ain't it stairs to walk in there? Aren't they climbing the side of the porch? <laughs> you a goddamn that is some. And then it's funny because I saw Azalea Banks was like, "That's some meth head shit." That is some crystal meth for your ass for you to get to a building and want to scale the side of a porch of a building. Because you know when you climb that side, it's gonna be it's gonna be a walkway, and then you actually. So I was I was genuinely confused as to what go- I was understand what was going on, but I didn't understand what they thought was going on because I'm like, okay, well this is you know technically a public space that you can come in and walk in. So it's like y'all showing up dressed like Call of Duty, y'all special characters from Call of Duty, and then rolling up to the White House to do what? Like my thing is like, okay, boom. You got there and did what? Like, what What did you exactly do but p- postpone something that's going to happen anyway? They went up there and showed their motherfucking ass, literally. Yeah. And it, I think the thing that gets me the most is that knowing that, okay, cool. Two things are going to happen, okay? And now then one is going to be the far left and one is going to be the far right. I already know which one is going to happen, okay? So two things can happen. Either there's some secret shit going on, some secret service shit going on, and all these people that did this shit are going to magically disappear because most of these people really did invade, you know, some um, federal government type shit. You know, y'all really did a number, you know what I mean? And I don't know if that's going to be one of those things where they're going to prosecute you by law or, you know, you wake up one day and realize that you are in a torture chamber or some shit like that because you don't taking people like come on I don't get what their goal was or how they think that there's nothing gonna come from that. But at the same time the other extreme is nothing's gonna happen to them. I saw someone that was a reporter, I can't remember her name was, she basically put it as, well, this is their shit. This mm-hmm. is theirs. This is white people's we are in a white people country. This is their constitution. It is their capital. It is their house. That is why the police treated them the way they did because they are them <laughs> and they are just looking at their people who want to do the same thing that they want to do. Y'all, this is this is America. And it's a lot of people really don't get what that means. Like, no, what we saw today is exactly what America is and what exactly America is meant to be. They really did technically did the same thing that other people do. And they showed us that, no, you cannot protest. You cannot protest at all. We can protest. We can run into the Capitol and tell them, this is not what we want. We want to change right now. We can't do that. They can. They just did it. Uh-huh. They just did it. 
like literally ran up and was like, nope, we want to stop y'all from doing this because we don't want, we're going to exercise our right. And it was like, yes, because it's their right. Over, and it's not our right. We just got the right. So white, white men have always had the right. That is true. They've never always. had, they've never had literally a court case of people determining their rights as a person. That's and they're going to and every them. white male that was in that space are going to walk away and go home and go and they're at home right now having dinner ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Not one person has faced any harm, death, trouble, or anything. They are all, everyone literally, and I believe that people took buses there and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure everyone got back on their buses and went peacefully back home. Child, it's a fucking Wednesday. They ain't got jobs. No. Like, they're not out here trying to get money. They never had jobs. You got to think, these are people. Oh. And then when they're, you look at the They're the ones pictures, on welfare. They're the ones on welfare. Yeah. So these, are the, these are the people who live over. Because you got to think, this is D.C. Then you got to think, okay, this is D.C., Maryland, Virginia. And it's like, okay, then you got to think about Virginia. And then you got to think about all the other places. I think there was one picture where they said the guy was from Arkansas. You drove from Arkansas to DC to carry out this task. How how many people do you think in there are actually from that area or even have the same address in the DMV area? None of them. None of them. Th- these people traveled in their trucks, their Ford F-150s and all this kind of stuff to carry this out. And they're not going to face anything. All of them drove home, didn't, probably didn't even get put off police speeding. Probably didn't, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. This was a breach of national security on the highest level. No, it wasn't. The highest. No, it wasn't. Want to know why? Because it was done by the people who really sat there and made that exact law that we're speaking about right now. So it wasn't. that That is the reality of America. We're sitting here quoting laws created by the very people that's committing the crime. That is not a law. It is not a crime to them. The white people made a law. This white man said, oh, this is the national security. I'm writing it. This is the problem. This is it. Right. And then when another white man violates that, he feels like he can violate that because he can. We, We can't do that. We as a person of color cannot do that. But he can. Yep, you are right. Yeah, he, she sure can. That is exactly what America is. That is freedom for every white male. And we are seeing that. We are seeing that right now. That man had went into his backyard and killed that raccoon and made a soup out of it and then put it on his head. <laughs> no, and I'm sitting here trying to think. Now, I'm from the East Coast now, and I'm trying to figure out what animal could he have killed to make horns. And I was looking at the horns. I'm like, those horns are really shiny. And I'm like, you know what? Them probably not even real horns. He probably got them off of Amazon and had them shipped to his house. One day so delivery he, just so he, he can make super, sore. He super glued the horns to the to the squirrel. Yeah. I thought it was a raccoon. It looked like a badger. It was golden colored. It was a little golden color. It might have been a fox or something. It, it was probably a badger. I'm gonna go with a badger. Or a beaver. A beaver. I thought the tail was striped. That's why I said raccoon. Well, you are right. It could <laughs> it could be one of them raccoons. Because you know raccoons are not really gray. They're more like brownish. Or he could or he could have broke his happy go lucky ass into the national zoo 
and fucking stole one of them red pandas. Or, or he could be one from the back town. He could be one from the back Hicks area where all the animals just start fucking each other, just like the people. And now he just got some <laughs> mutt on the top of his head, half badger, half raccoon. What they call <laughs> what they call them shits in Japan? A raccoon dog. And it probably do got horns. It probably made it with a with a with a with a deer or something like that. So it might be real. You know what? But whatever it, it is on his head, I'm pretty sure that he killed it himself and made a soup out of it and fed it to his family. Child, that's some EBT earth. Because that's the look, 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 Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm falling out right now. Like, oh my God. I fucking can't. And she probably sitting there watching her husband and the kids, and she probably showing them, like, yeah, look at daddy. Daddy is standing up for us in our country, bitch. I, I, your, I can't. Get me out of here. Up there looking Get like me you. out of here. He looked like Mel Gibson from Braveheart with his face painted like that and no clothes on. I he wish he looked like Mel Gibson from Braveheart. That was his inspiration, okay? But then I don't want you to ever think that he looked like anything. He do not look like no Mel Gibson from Braveheart. He wish he he went and got the costume from the Halloween store right before they closed the day after Halloween and got that shit and put it on for this. That's... Wish he got that shit from Wish.com. That's what it was. Talking about something looking like Mel Gibson from Braveheart. Hell, the hell, fuck no. Y'all better get the hell out of my face with that one. Uh, You're the second person that has said that. And every time I'm like, Mel Gibson from Braveheart. Y'all is not about to give Mel Gibson that. But Mel Gibson is up there. Let's not forget. He up Ooh. there. Let's not forget. He has his track record too, honey. Ooh. And, uh, whoop. But you know that you know that was the one thing about today that really got I me. Mean, I was able to let that go after a while because you know America is America. You really shouldn't be expecting much from America. You really should be expecting anything from America. Mm-mm. It was this Jeffrey Star Kanye West shit that was like, hold the fuck up, child. I know goddamn well these people ain't trying to say that Kanye West was fucking the goddamn mutant from the stool. That's a teenage mutant ninja turtle that raised that. You a That's goddamn a lie. And, you know, and for me, life. you know, I'm open to so much because I'm not going to say it's not it's not Kanye West being gay it's, or, or into trans women or whatever the case or whatever or bestiality or whatever that creature is that he consider himself. Because, you know, people can identify as whatever they want to identify themselves as he, she, it, pan, computer, desktop, lizard, creature, crawfish. It can be whatever. It, it really can. I, <laughs> you really can't identify yourself as whatever you want to be. But at the same time, what I get, what I'm trying to figure out is how it comes from a divorce to him cheating on something that really doesn't make sense. Like, it really does not make sense. I understand that everyone has their type and everyone has their thing that they're interested in. But I told someone that I think that Jeffree Star pays for his drama. Yeah. I feel like he makes a lot of money off of his product. But outside of his product, he really doesn't have a way to bring attention to himself. Because now that I see this Kanye West situation, I'm looking back at the last situation with the other guy. And I'm like, did you pay this dude to do this? Because I can definitely see you coming up with a couple a couple dollars to pay him and his girlfriend to say something dumb on social media. And then make it seem like that y'all in a relationship. And then make it seem like that he stole from you. And then now all of a sudden he got an OnlyFans account. Like, bitch, I'm not dumb. You can fool you can fool other people like that, but a bitch like me, I see through. I'm like, hold up, 
this sounds like a whole scheme. Just like, well, just like what? With that porn star that came out of nowhere, his name was like Raheem Shabazz or something like that. He ended up popping up on somebody else's social media. Down. And I was like, oh, okay, he's cute, but you just bring him out of nowhere. And then next thing you know, some drama had happened and he had started the OnlyFans account right after that. And I'm like, oh, okay, y'all have, y'all have an interesting way of finding black men and then paying them to be a part of your drama so they can go on and start a sex scene from there. Because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, to me, this is the second time I've seen something like this. And that's just Child. from Jeffree Star in the last situation. And the situation with Kanye West, you're not about to tell me that Jeffree Star, that Kanye West is messing with Jeffree Star because now you're going to tell me that Kanye West got to be blind and retarded. Girl, ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way he left. And I don't give a fuck how much money Kim Kardashian paid for her body. She, she's still beautiful. You know, her money was spent very well. Money money well spent. Because she, she, looks, she looks the money that she spent. He didn't leave that. Cedric, why the fuck you lying like that? She do. Why the, the fuck are you lying paid. on this blo- on this podcast like that? Did not she say did. that Kardashian's body. It's a, that's a lie. She paid for Continue. that shit. She paid for that shit. But what I'm saying is, he not about to leave no fucking. He's he not about to leave no bitch. No Kim Kardashian. No Amber Rose going that direction to go to a fucking lower life form. You not about to tell do. me it, that he is messing with Swamp Thing. No, absolutely the fuck not. And it has nothing to do, and it has nothing to do with his sexual identity, his it, she thing, they sexual identity whatsoever, because you can identify as whatever you want. And we are, we need to open up in this year, in this time period that black men are, are allowed to have their own fetishes. It's the concept of this coming up. The way it has, it's like, okay, girl, why are you always in a scandal with a black man all of a sudden, girl? I'm tired of it. Child, I'm tired. Like, I'm, I'm tired, tired of it in general. I'm tired of you. spaceship and fly out to Pluto where the fuck you belong. Cause, girl, um, go sell your, girl, go find another way to sell your makeup, girl. Because if it ain't selling, sis, like, child, pay you it. can just hang it up, girl. You better it. do like, child, you better get like Avon, girl, and start paying people to sell your shit door to door. Door to fucking door. You know what? But my thing is, I just want to know, like Kanye, if you fucking, if you fucking Jeffrey Star, was you the one that got cat pregnant? Child, like it's no shade, it's no shade. If I find out that Kanye West actually has sex with Jeffrey Star and they can get some actual evidence, I will have really have to stop listening to his music. And I'm an avid old school technically considered old school now Kanye West fan and it's like if I found out I can deal with everything else that he's done with because I can separate the music from the artist but I can't I, that's something like that I just can't like so so your taste just went out the window at some point okay so that because that's what it's coming off to me at this yeah, point I'm like okay so it's just it's just it's just bad it's bestiality that, it's the bestiality that thing, that thing is dead that thing is dead well no 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 wait 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 we're both right we're both right because it is. It, it, it's taxidermy. That's some good taxidermy right there. It's dead, but it's a beast. So we both right. Yeah, and speaking of, and speaking of taxidermy, what is up with this relation goes from Fab and his girlfriend? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No. I, we got to say this for last because I have several things to say about this. You want to talk about this now? I, okay. <clears throat> I didn't understand what people were talking about at first because I saw the post and I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, men like to come around and, and do stuff like that, make posts like that and stuff like that. So I really didn't take it. And then I really had thought about it. I was like, wait, this is the girl he had punched her teeth out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how you going to, did he marry her? 
No. Uh, and y'all are calling this relationship? No. Y'all are still calling. Baby, baby, let, let me tell you something. Let me Look, something. I told you, I told you from the last Tory Lanez conversation, what, what people are really, really have to sit back and realize what people are really accepting in their relationships. You can really punch a bitch teeth out and shoot them in the foot, make an Instagram post about it and drop an album about it and they and, will be completely okay with good. it. It's all good. Girl, and it's that shit, okay. That shit, I just question it so much because the part that got me was everybody was commenting on there like, oh, I wish my man was like that. I wish my man was like that. Your man is like that. This is the exact man that you have, bitch. You, you right. It's just that your man dude. is broke. Right? Your man is broke that's, and can't dress. That's the only stink. difference. That is the only difference. Your man is broke. You been with this dude for 10 years. He did not knock your teeth out. Y'all got four, five kids. He didn't took you through emotional turmoil. Turmoil. He fucked your mother, your grandmother, your sister, your aunt, your best friend, your high school sweetheart. He didn't fucked everybody in your bed while you're sitting in the fucking house cooking him dinner. And then he makes an Instagram post, and y'all take a cute picture at the fucking um the fucking shit at the mall, and you good. It's all perfect, and you in love. You ain't got no ring. Your ring finger is still fucking um fucking blind at this point. Your ring finger is 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 non-existent at this point. But it's all good because he made a photo shoot and he did a fucking um he made an Instagram post and he did a fucking photo shoot. Go to fucking hell. Go straight to hell. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Go straight to hell. I'm not about. I don't give. Do do people forget that we sat and watched? We fuck that. This bitch was on Love and Hip Hop for several years. We went through the emotional turmoil with her. She could barely even speak on the goddamn show because he is dogging her out so bad behind the cameras. We went through that shit with her. We seen that shit. We know what the fuck is going on. And y'all are okay with that because he made an Instagram post. And what got me is one of our mutual friends, her friend actually commented and was like, he took her through a lot. Y'all really think this is okay? And Fabulous decided to comment in the shade room in the ball alert. They uh, screenshot something from he clapped back. No, you did not. You just defending your toxic ass behavior. Because are you forgetting that you knocked this girl teeth out? Are you forgetting that she has to wear dentures now? You have taken her, you have dragged her through hell and fucking back. But you think it's okay because now you old and bitches don't want you because your music ain't good no more. So now that bitches don't want you because your music ain't good no more and you getting old, now you ready to settle down. Child, it's that midlife crisis. It's that midlife crisis creeping up on your ass. Look, niggas get it all the time. They think it's hot shit. They think they hot shit all throughout their life until that midlife crisis hit. And two things done happen. Either nothing happened, or you got a long trail of shit behind you that didn't happen too. And you're trying to figure out how to get back to where the fuck you think you want to be. And you turn around and realize that you got this girl that you've been dragging your ass behind. And now she done halfway between not one your ass, kind of one your ass. You've been shit for the past few years. You done knocked the teeth out. You done gave her some kids. And now you like, well, shit, I should make this well. And it's like, well, shit, now you done. You know what upsets me the most about this shit? This bitch is from Norfolk and she that weak. Look, well, I already... Ain't no goddamn way. I don't know now one bitch from Norfolk that's that weak. I know females from Norfolk. I know females from Norfolk that's been been through some things. However, they not going down without a fight. She, I don't know what's going on. She from somewhere else. 
Because no, absolute the fuck not. I don't give a fuck how big his dick is. And yes, we seen the print. I don't give a fuck. You're not about to knock my teeth out and think you keeping a hand. Because bitch, best believe I'm going to chop that bitch off. You won't be able to knock another teeth out in this motherfucker. Not near another teeth. Uh, that's one of them situations that when I saw that, I was like, is this is this one of them things that people are really accepting? And then it's like, some people really are accepting that. They really are, are the domestic abuse and the violence to them is just like something that, oh, that's just relationships, you know, that's what it's about. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, your relationship shouldn't get to the point where you're dealing with someone that's so out of control with themselves that they actually put their hands on you to a point where they physically harm you right. or to the point where your body is completely not the same, you know what I mean? Like, come on now, you have to really realize what the heck you're doing for yourself, like, for real. But it, it it's seeing that and, and, and it's the... For me, you know what it is for me? It's the concept of people seeing that, screenshotting it, and then saying, like, hey, look at this. It's like... Like, y'all are okay with that. Y'all are okay with that. I'm guessing that the, is- the Instagram post is the next step in your relationship that you still ain't got from your man. That's Is that what you were looking for? Were you looking for the statement of love or just the Instagram post? Because at this point, I feel like people are just now getting into these relationships and doing the things they're doing simply and solely because of social media. Like, they have to live for social media, and if social media doesn't approve what they're doing, then it's a problem in their personal life. I can't live for other people, but I really honestly do not think that it was the relationship aesthetic that they have, because it can't be. My, t- my frame of reference won't allow me to believe that. It has to be that he made that Instagram post. That's the only way I can actualize that and generalize that in my head. Like, it has to be right. the Instagram post. Like, people are have to be like, oh, he made a confession of love on Instagram. That is the next step in my relationship. Which I don't get, cause no. And and it's crazy to say that that is a step. It, it it is a step for some people to to for some people being in a relationship that acknowledgement on Facebook is a step. And for some people, it's an early step. Some people, it's a late step. Some people, it's for it's a mandatory step. Like, oh, uh, bitch, we are in. We are putting that we are in a relationship, and it's gonna be on Facebook. You know, some people are like that, but there are also some people who are like. Bitch, I don't want nobody in my energy. I don't want nobody in my shit like that. Like, but there's some people who see that. So for for the people who want that, they see them like, yes, that's what I want. You know, I want to go on a date night with my man, wear a suit, and I wear this cute dress from Fashion Nova for five dollars, and the little clear heel with the one strap across the front, and then we go into some rest, some fancy restaurant like Red Lobster. Or uh, some shit like that, and then we take a picture, and then and then he makes some posts about me on his Facebook. How boring! And it's like, how unfulfilling is that relationship, though? Because it sounds so unfulfilling. The way that that it goes, sa- it sounds it sounds like you're it sounds like it's it's like you're more of holding on to the social media posts because it lasts longer than the actual feelings that you're receiving from the relationship. Yes, that is true because that post will be there forever. And the man that and that's it, why and that's why these now. crazy ass motherfuckers that be in and out of relationships posting their boo all the time go back and delete the pictures before you can realize what the fuck is going on because they want to remove that shit. But it's like you you validate it. And 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 for me that's what is weird about 
posting it because it's like, well, okay, well, if you're in a relationship, it's okay to post your relationship, whatever the case may be. But it's like, baby, when it becomes one of them things that you can start connecting dots together, it's like, well, girl, well, how many people did you date in 2020? Child, we was all quarantined in the house. How you had two boyfriends? <laughs> right. What were you doing? What were you doing? In a pandemic. <laughs> Child, like, for real. Like, 2020, 2020 was one of those years that you, whoever you was messing with at the beginning of the year is probably the person you was messing with at the end of the year. Like, I mean, well, just for safety, just for safety precautions. But I have seen a few people that popped up in new relationships. I'm like, well, girl, how the hell that happened? Popped up in several new relationships over a pandemic. They're like, how? Like, where did you meet these people at? But back, going back to this topic, do you feel, and I, I posted a little teaser of this on Facebook, do you feel like at this point we're forcing our relationships and we're forcing our soulmates rather than waiting for them to come naturally? I feel like people are, I feel, I, well, you already know how I feel. I feel like people have these ideals of what they want as a relationship and I feel like these people have these ideals of what they want as a soulmate and I feel like that they're out there chasing that ideal because they feel so strong in it that they feel like that's what it is especially with this stuff now affirmations manifestations all this kind of stuff I'm trying to manifest a perfect relationship I'm trying to manifest a perfect man and they feel like they have this idea of what that perfect situation is and they're not well they're not open to discovering new things about themselves through other people within relationships because that's what being in a relationship is really about is discovering things about other people and discovering things about yourself and people are not open to that so they walk in a relationship feeling like that they already have the table and the chairs you know what I mean and all they need all what you bring to the table like bitch that's probably like the most annoying concept of when I hear when people talk about relationships it's like oh well what you bring to the table baby I built we should be trying table. to we 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 should be able to we should a relationship should be able to seeing what you have and seeing what I have and seeing if we can build a table if we're working on the table and maybe the project isn't going the way you want or maybe we're not building a table that you feel like is best for you or the throughout the process we're trying to figure out what is the best way to build the table and it's not working out with the materials you have or to the material that I have it's about making that decision and then moving the fuck exactly. on while it's some and while it's some people are just like oh well I want to just make a table they don't care about what the materials are being used. They don't care about who the person is. They just want to make the table. But once the table is made and once the situation is steady to where it is, they realize, oh, well, this ain't the table that I want. And they just toss it to the fucking side. Right. And the issue you know that what you I mean? already dealt with it, and building that motherfucker takes a long time. So now that... Or, or one of those people that don't want to build a table want to sit there and, you know, pretend... And at the end of the day, be like, oh, well, I didn't really want a table. And it's like, well, bitch. And then why do we sit here for the last period of time and, and try to do that? Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 but it's, I feel like the metaphor of the table is the best way to go. It's just saying, like, come on, man. Like, you got to figure out what you really want. Or even even going into relationships, telling people, like, hey, I'm just trying to figure out what, what is best for me right now and just going through that process. It's not It's not smart to walk into a relationship you know, feeling like, oh, well, this is going to be the end-all, end-all, you know what I mean? Or even going through looking for a relationship that's going to be the end-all, end-all. You should always want to go into a relationship with someone who you like and care about and that you can learn something and grow something with that, you know, might have a little sexual connection into it or whatever the case may be, you know. But 
walking around thinking that oh I'm looking for the one person love at first sight shit you fucking retarded what I need what I need people to understand is that everything in life is about choices yes we all have a soulmate everybody has a soulmate out there however with anything in life we have to choose to go that direction like you said you know we have an idea of what that person is going to be and that person could be the complete opposite however because we're choosing to go the opposite path we're now missing out on our soulmate there are people who end up marrying people and end up with people who are not their soulmates right there are people who don't end up meeting their soulmate at all because they chose a different direction than where they were supposed to go to meet and interact with that person whoever that person is or wherever that setting is if you get what I mean and I feel like I noticed so many people forcing people, forcing these soulmate situations with people who are not their soulmates. You get what I mean? Y'all don't speak each other's love language at all. It's not a natural relationship. You don't have natural conversation. You don't have natural connection. Nothing about what you're doing is natural. You're really just forcing every aspect of this. You're unhappy, and even when you are happy, it's not a genuine happiness. Like, still deep down, you just feel some type of way. Like, these people do are not allowing these things to happen the way they're supposed to, and I feel like they're missing out on things. Like, for example, me. I know my soulmate is probably short, but you know, a bitch ain't fucking with nobody shorter than a certain, uh, what you call it, a certain height. So guess what? I will be old and fucking lonely, but I ain't forcing shit with no fucking body. Because, no. <laughs> I feel like that. First of all, I, I I fucking agree, but um, I also feel like that the whole soulmate concept is dope. But I also feel like people need to understand that soulmates come in in different in different ways too. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a soulmate that's just a friend. You know, it's all about your your relationship should be your relationship should be a combination of things that you want. You know, and I feel like that's something that people really need to take the time to figure out. Like what. What do you want in a relationship? Some people want a relationship that's extremely intimate with just one person that they just have this great time with. Some people want a bag, sis. Some people like, shit, I want a nigga. I can make some money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, Or someone be like, I want someone that can fuck me backwards from Tuesday to Tuesday. You know, it, it's all about what you want and how you want it and making sure that you find someone that wants what you want too because that's where the real... That's what I feel like the soulmate part comes in when you find someone that really is like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the soulmate part is really having, wanting someone, being with someone who who cares about whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it's about moving into, it's all about finding a house and they look at you and say, whatever kitchen you want is what I want. And they let you do whatever you want. You know, it's really someone who really does care for your soul as much as you care for theirs. I mean, that's what really a, a soulmate is. Some people think a soulmate is just someone out there who is just for you. And I'm like, well, that that's kind of kind of like a generic way to say it. But at the same time, it, 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 there is someone out there who maybe completely okay with the thing that you might completely feel like it's outlandish you know what I mean that's even down to the sex thing too it's like well shit you don't know what other people are into you might be into something and you might find a chick that'd be like okay yeah <laughs> you know, you never know you know you know what interesting that you said one of your earlier statements about people understanding that your 
soulmate or the person that's destined to have that connection isn't always a you know romantic partner it could be just a friend have you ever heard of Toni Morrison's uh, book Sula no that's actually what that's about well one of the premises that it's about um, the one of the main characters she just knew that the love she was looking for was in disguise that she was with but her soulmate actually ended up being her best friend Really, mm-hmm. and I believe her best friend died. If I remember correctly, I have to reread the book. It's been a while, but yes, um, she, you know, she thought that her soul, you know, her soulmate was this was this guy. This is just one thing, you know. Toni Morrison have a lot of things going on, but she thought her soulmate was this man that she was putting, you know, a lot of energy into, and her soulmate ended up being her childhood best friend. That's interesting. I would want to read that to see how that came about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it had a lot of other things going on, but that was just one of the premises of it. And it's crazy that you say that because that's something I ended up just like popping up in my head when you said it. I think it's a good book. People should read it. But you know, I like to read it anyway because I'm an old bitch. Well, yeah. I know I wanted to um, come in here real quick and talk to you about that because there was so much crazy stuff that happened today. I was like, well, what the hell is going on in what America? All I need people to understand is that when some of us die and go to hell, we going right back to the fucking United States. And I'm going to say I knew it. They're going to put my ass right back in Virginia. I'm going to be like, see, I knew this shit was hell. Uh, the the is, I know exactly what they're going to do. They're going to put my ass right back in downtown Richmond where I used to live at. And I'm like, God damn it. Child. Like, this would be the like, This would be hell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Very yeah, much hell so. On God and, we, and right now, I know, I understand the rest of the world is looking at us like, what the fuck? Because when other countries, when people in other countries have civil unrest and there's any type of, you know, riot against the government, it's for real real issues it's for real you know things that are happening that the citizens are not agreeing with this shit that they pulled today was for some random ass irrelevant ass shit so fucking what the candidate that you wanted did not win that's how these elections go it's been happening for years we are over of four how many years the united states been around However the fuck many years, we, we, we over several years old as a country, and we've been going through the same election process, plus or minus a few details that were changed due to racism. But, you know, the election process hasn't changed that much. So, you know, this shit that y'all pulling is fucking embarrassing for all of us. You know, you have countries that are going through civil unrest because their government is abducting people and killing them. You have countries that are going through civil unrest because their government still has slavery. You have countries going through civil unrest because they're starving and the government is keeping all the money to themselves. And you have dictators who are literally murdering people in the streets and citizens are trying to defend themselves. And then, of course, you have our earlier protests where children, literal children, were being killed by members of the government with no accountability. However, you're upset because somebody who gives two fucks about you lost an election, which you should probably be happy about because, again, he gives two fucks about you, like, no fucks at all. People need to understand the only reason that he, that even Donald Trump is pushing so fucking hard to get the election overturned is because he's trying to buy time until his lawyers figure out how to keep him out of jail for tax evasion and money laundering and, of course, fucking sexual abuse. 
So I don't think these people understand that. And I don't think they come to terms with that. They're sitting here too busy thinking about their pay grades they'll never reach. Apparently, Donald Trump is protecting this pay grade that they delusionally think that they're in and will never reach. And then, of course, he's protecting their religion. Lord knows that. That just don't even make no sense to me. Because I'm trying to figure out how was he the image of anybody's religious idol. And his wife is a mail-order porn star from Russia. We gotta understand. You gotta understand, Cedric. We have to really set our minds in the nastiness of the people who are invading the capital. That is exactly what they will want. They will want to be a failed rich billionaire with them a lot of money mm-hmm. with a sex order bride from Russia. That is exactly what they. Well, you gotta understand. All those people will want what. If you gave any one of those white men out there and told them, I'll give you a, 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 a Russian sex order, a Russian uh, sex bride right now, tomorrow, I bet you not nail one of them would deny it. No. No, no. they would not. No, they would not. Because outside of that, nobody else wants them. Mm-hmm. Their IQ is low. Mm-hmm. Their pay grade is low. They can't mm-hmm. provide for them fucking sales. Well, yes, they can because they out here killing raccoons and making soup. So let, I retract that statement. They can provide for themselves. But still, nobody wants them. Nobody wants them. So they're fighting for this lifestyle they wish they could have through Donald Trump. And it just baffles me. Like, I'm really, like, lost. I don't understand how he can be anybody's idol. I'm trying to figure out what has he really accomplished. Because you, on your salary, and me on my salary, even during the pandemic where I didn't work for a majority of the year, I still paid more taxes than him. Pretty much. I paid significantly more taxes than him. But once again, once again, it's one of those shocking things when you realize what people are really, truly willing to accept. Like, yeah. wow, they're accepting this? Wow, this is happening? Wow, this is what people are into. But it's like, yeah, but girl, you know, I wanted to come in real quick and talk to you about that because I know that was, today's been a crazy day, child. So I was like, let me call Cedric and Hop on this real quick because today's been crazy, child. Yes. What the hell is going on in America? I think what I would like to do is I would like to host a clubhouse event sometime soon um, just to talk about some of the topics that our listeners have been asking us to talk about, but I want to include them in the conversation because they seem a little gun shy with texting the topic to us. And it's crazy because I feel like that there's some people who like I feel like we want people to text it to us just so we can have records so we can read it but you know there's some people who do call us and be like this is what's going on you know we do have our people that call us personally but it's like it feels weird to tell those stories because I feel like that was told in confidence you know what I mean yeah. as opposed to yeah because sometimes people call us and we'd be like girl but it's like what you can't put it on the podcast because that's people's lives out there Oh, speaking of stories told in confidence, remember last season we had our friend who, um, oh, her her man was 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 drifting onto onto our side. 
Oh, Lord, Cedric, we're going to have to bring back horror stories for that one. Yes, we are, because we're going to have to bring story, back the horror stories. That story has evolved into something else that I was not ready for. No, I don't think any of us was ready for that, because we've been keeping track of that story for the longest time, even outside of this podcast. And it's like, I think there was one part where I just, I was, I was speechless, Cedric. <laughs> Yes, very much so. Very, very much so. So now the um, the intervention. Wait, wait, the, wait! I, we got to hold this for another podcast. We can't spill it. Oh my this. god! Okay. Well, we'll tell y'all about this shit on the next episode because y'all don't know about the intervention. Y'all don't know about conversion therapy, and y'all don't know about the fourth boyfriend. So. And, this is, and look, and look, and look, I, w- I wish that this story was like some far-fetched thing that we're making up, but it, it's really no. not. <laughs> oh it's my really not. Like, I just, it, I just wanted this to is really it. somebody's life. This has been somebody's life during the pandemic. I feel so bad for them. Yeah, I don't know this young lady, but I, if I did, I just would, girl. Well, no, no. I, I can't wait. Wish that I knew this young lady because if I knew mm-hmm. this young lady, as she when they got married to her man, because I would have told her man was gay. Mm-hmm. Very much so, because apparently everybody knew but her. Child, you probably can smell it because you know it's a smell. Yes, it does. Very. And it's weird. And it's weird because it's not like a smell, like a like you can actually like it's a scent in the air. It's like a a feeling that comes like a smell. Yeah. But it's like yeah. what is that? Like what is that yeah, in the air? It smells like shame, latex, and poppers. Yup, that's the end of this podcast, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will catch y'all whenever the fuck we make the next episode. Make All sure right. y'all like our Facebook page and text us your horror stories. And goodbye. Wait, what's the number for the horror stories? Oh, bitch, hold the fuck up. You know I don't remember the goddamn number. Hold on. I know it's a 1057 number. That's what makes it the horror part. Yes, because that's what the fuck is from. Girl, uh, you know, I feel like 757 is like a girl. I'm telling you, we going to hell. They're going to put our asses in Portsmouth. The number <laughs> is 757-346-4731. Again, 757-346-4731. I'll say it proper for you. 757-346-4731. Thank you. So make sure y'all text us those horror stories, please, and thank you. We love y'all. We see y'all next time. Have a good night.